Welcome to College App 101. I'm your host, Dr. Riley. Succeeding in high school is challenging, and applying to college can be overwhelming. I hope my comments here ease the tension you may feel. It will benefit you to think like a college admissions counselor. She's the lady that will read your application to UC Irvine or Miami. He's the guy that will handle your application to Emory or Washington and Lee. I've worked with many such professionals. They're great people and interested in helping you apply to their school. When I was a student at Ohio State, a feature that struck me on that very large campus was individual buildings the size of entire high schools. And there are many such buildings, Oxley Hall, University Hall, Campbell Hall. Each building usually contained various departments, biology, history, English, large lecture halls, professors' offices, mid-size and smaller classrooms. And autumn at Ohio State was my favorite. Beautiful fall colors, crisp weather, football season. At the time, Ohio State was on quarters. One-third of the college year happened during fall quarter before holiday break, so there was general excitement in the air during fall quarter because the school was still new, all things considered. One day during fall quarter, I arrived at a class in a mid-sized classroom in one of the older high school-sized buildings. In this particular classroom, there were about 50 desks. In my experience, college professors never assign seating, so students have their choice of seats. So I seated myself and observed the classroom was relatively quiet, with people keeping to themselves. I also noticed the professor toward the front of the room. This particular professor was difficult to read, but today he seemed a touch irritated. In fact, it became obvious he was irritated. He was sort of pacing the front of the room. Once class started, he addressed us with a steady, calm tone and even pace. His voice was crystal clear. He said, I've noticed some of you have been coming to class late. At that point, the mood in the room was pin-drop silence, like children awaiting a parent's rebuke. He then abandoned his calm tone, raised his voice, and stated his deep dislike for tardiness. Students, what do you do when you offend your college professor? I'll offer some tips on managing that toward the end. But first, today's topic, standardized tests for college admissions. The most popular and well-known are the SAT and ACT exams. There are other admissions tests, but SAT and ACT are the most common. Each is about three hours in length. In the United States, both tests are offered in paper format, but online delivery options are coming. Here's my standard line of advice. Take the SAT and ACT at the end of junior year. Afterwards, determine the one you like better. Study for that one over the summer and retake it beginning of senior year. With that said, each student's situation is different, so talk to your guidance counselor about when you should take one or both. What's the difference between the SAT and ACT? The SAT has two primary sections, reading, writing, and then math. The ACT has four sections, English, math, reading, and science with an optional essay. The SAT does test science concepts, but science questions are embedded throughout the test. Another difference is scoring. The main ACT score is called the composite score. It's the average of the four ACT subsection scores. 
the composite range is 1 to 36, the higher the score, the better. The SAT's main score is the total score. Its range is 400 to 1600. The total score is the sum of the two section scores. What are good ACT and SAT scores? Again, my answer is case by case. In general, anyone scoring in the 90 plus percentile range is doing very, very well. It is now common for colleges to be test optional. That means applicants may apply to college without submitting test scores. Why would an applicant do this? Well, student peace of mind. Initially, the pandemic forced the closure of many testing sites. Some students couldn't find an open test center, so colleges relaxed their policies to give students peace of mind. Another reason someone might apply without scores, maybe they feel their SAT or ACT doesn't reflect their abilities. Consider this example with the SAT. The SAT perfect score is 1600. A score of 1500 or higher is probably in the 99th percentile. Let's say a student believes they're a 99th percentile student and could score 1500. But when they take the test, their score is 1300. A very good score, but closer to the 90th percentile. That student may opt for test optional because they believe submitting the 1300 score would hurt their chances at admission to a selective college. What happens if you apply with test scores? College admissions counselors use your scores to determine your likelihood of success at their institution. They'll check your reading, writing, and math scores to see if you've met the minimum benchmark scores indicating college readiness in those subjects. They'll also evaluate where your scores fit in the range of scores common to their admitted students. This range is sometimes discussed under the heading middle 50%. My Ohio State classmates and I sat in stunned silence after our professor reproved us for tardiness. What should you do when it's obvious you've offended your professor? The simple solution is apologize. If you know the offense came from you, then say you're sorry in person. It's difficult, humbling, but it's the mature thing to do. If you're not sure if you've offended, send an email. I remember a winter quarter when I had a class around lunchtime. The room was warm. Hunger was a factor. Try as I may to stay awake and pinch myself as hard as I could, I kept nodding off during the lecture. To make matters worse, the small classroom made it hard to hide. I sent that professor an email to the effect that I was sorry and didn't intend to be impolite. His reply indicated he appreciated my sensitivity. I've said before that you need to protect your relationship with your high school teachers more than anyone else in school. In college, it's your professors. Until next time, I'm your pre-college advisor, Dr. Riley. For more information about succeeding in high school, college apps, or to contact me, visit my website, collegeapp101.com. That's college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, app, A-P-P, 101.com.